News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Israeli forces have dropped leaflets warning Palestinians to flee parts of southern Gaza, according to residents. Uh, Hannah McCarthy, journalist in Israel, what is the latest? Sure. So, you know, people may remember that the northern part of the Gaza Strip already received evacuation notices uh, from the Israeli forces saying that they should move south. Uh, it's a safer place there. The Israelis have talked about the fact that the humanitarian part between the north and south is a reason um, that to justify continuing the war, that they're doing it in a humane way and a moral way. But we, we're now seeing that they're dropping evacuation notices on Khan Yunus, which is the largest uh, city in southern Gaza, where many of the displaced Palestinians have already fled to. Uh, so there are question marks over where exactly uh, the Israelis think these people can go to. Uh, the southern part of Gaza is already crowded. I and mean, we are already, you know, in the wider part of the Gaza Strip, it was already one of the most densely populated uh, parts of the world. So um, we haven't had a clear comment from the Israelis about what they expect uh, the results to be from these evacuation notices and where they think these people can safely go. Uh, and in relation to potential short uh, ceasefire and, and release of hostages, what, what are you hearing in relation to that? Uh, we're definitely hearing uh, more sounds that there could be a small uh, ceasefire in exchange for uh, children and uh, female civilian hostages being exchanged for uh, female and children uh, who are held in Israeli, pal- in Israeli prisons. These would be Palestinian women and children uh, who have been detained as you know, a huge number of uh, Palestinians have been detained in Israeli prisons just since the 7th and even before uh, a huge amount of the population has been detained without trial in prisons. But if there is any ceasefire, it, it will be very temporary. Is that is that the, the likelihood? Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any uh, long-term ceasefire beyond a couple of days on the cards at the moment. Uh, and I, there's real concerns from aid agencies about you know, what they can meaningfully do in kind of three days or five days, which is kind of five days seems to be the kind of longest pause that's being considered. Uh, but even then, you know, three days is also being considered. And there's real concern about, you know, whether they'll be able to access and uh, the northern parts of Gaza, uh, particularly because there is, you know, basically no fuel in the country now, apart from a, a shipment of uh, fuel that was delivered that was only to be used by UNRWA vehicles. So that cannot be used. Uh, by hospitals for their generators. The uh, UN World Food Programme has issued a pretty stark warning about their concerns about what could happen uh, in Gaza. Sure. I mean, we're, we're 40 days into a conflict. Already, Gaza didn't have huge stocks of food. And since the war has started, a fraction of the aid that normally gets in daily has been getting in. On top of that, you have huge amounts of displacement, uh, crowded conditions, people getting sick, people having babies. All of these people, you know, require you know food on a daily basis. They're away from their homes. They need aid, and it's simply not getting in. Uh, and I know yesterday, Michal Martin, during his visit to Israel, discussed with the Israeli president Isaac Herzog about you know, the possibility of you know, opening more border crossings between Israel and Gaza, uh, which haven't been open since the seventh. The Rafa crossing between Egypt and Gaza is the only show in town at the moment. Uh, but it's just, you know, we're not seeing the volumes of aid getting into Gaza. Uh, that is needed to avert a major humanitarian crisis that is already, uh, you know, a serious humanitarian crisis. Uh, just very finally, uh, Hannah, yesterday on the show we spoke to um, Khalid Al-Astal, whose two um, Irish children were, uh, he thought at that stage, about to 
uh, leave Gaza for, for Egypt. It would seem administrative problems got in the way of that. Uh, I think they're, they're hoping that can happen over the next day or two. Do we know anything more uh, about those um, Irish citizens and other citizens who are looking to move from um, Gaza I- I- into Egypt? Yeah, so I know about nine people on the list yesterday didn't get through. There was processing errors at the border crossing. New Martin said that affected all foreign nationals. It wasn't just an issue that Irish citizens were affected. Um, but we know that they've been given permission to pass today. Um, you know, the last time kind of I spoke with someone familiar with their case, um, they said that um, the uncle of the two small children uh, was going to stay with them at the uh, border crossing. It's obviously not a very um, pleasant place for two small children. Uh, who you know lost their mother very sadly um, from injuries sustained from an Israeli airstrike last month. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, they'll get out today. Michal Martin has said the last the next two days, you know, are extremely important for getting all the Irish citizens in Gaza out. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a real window. And beyond that, it could get very difficult as communication networks just break down without fuel for the generators. Okay, we will leave it there. Hannah McCarthy, journalist in Israel. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.